Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Lights. Camera. Action. It's the KSL Movie Show. Yeah, I'm putting together a show, and I need a star. You want people to laugh at me. Well, they're laughing anyway, kids, so might as well get paid. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales, the week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games, and prizes, all on the KSL Movie Show. Here's Doug Wright. Strength, fearless, climbing, speed, boomerang, smoldering intensity. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, Stephen, this is the first movie show of a brand new year. Yes. How exciting. I am. I know. <laughs> excited. You sound really excited today. I, I didn't get any sleep last night, so I don't know what I'm going to be saying. He's today. been whining about that all day, hasn't he, Jake? You know, just we are here. Jake, by the way, is, of course, he is zero res. And we're hanging out That's at his, his office today. <laughs> Jake's saying, no, what, zero or res? Could be. I think it'd be cool either way. Anyway, we're going to be checking in, you know, with uh, Jake, finding out what uh, great things are going on at Zero Res today. But uh, so you didn't get any sleep. Why didn't you get any sleep? Uh, just thoughts. I mean, you know, we hang out with Sound Sleep Medical. We know our folks at IntelliBed. And you're telling me you can't get a decent night's sleep. What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> it's too numerous to even consider. I know. You know, well, we'll we'll open the phone lines on that one a little later. But, <laughs> hey, we probably ought to do the movie show preview again since it is sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services. So here we go with the movie show preview. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, the big movie review. Big movie review is going to be the 355. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do that one. And you, you say that with reluctance, or is that just sleepiness? No. I, I, I watched it, and then I thought, maybe I should watch this again because it didn't make much sense to me. But Well, there's not a lot that made sense, but there were some great action scenes, and it highlighted some great women who were doing, I mean, Jessica Chastain, I mean, Diane Kruger, and the list just goes on. Yeah, there are basically is, five women that are just kicking it in this movie. And I think that's the important point, but they forgot to bring a story with that's them. That's true. You know, that's really true. You get all these amazing actresses together, and then you're like, oh, oh, we have to have them do stuff now? Kind of like these amazing tentacles that went out there, but there's nothing holding them together. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. See, we've just summed that just, up. There's no reason to listen further. Now, let's see. What else have we got? Uh, see for me. We're going to do Drive My Car. That's a Japanese movie. A Hero. This is a really interesting movie. Yeah. Iran. 
and uh, also Torn, which is a climbing documentary that is uh, is interesting. It, it truly is. And, of course, we would be terribly remiss if we didn't mention right off the bat, and I heard the news, uh, Amanda uh, broke it about, what, 45 minutes ago, uh, that Sir Sidney Poitier has passed away at the age of 94. And when you think of groundbreaking, pioneering movie actors, wow. Yeah. And not just movie actors. I th- when I think of people in the entertainment business, and there are so many who just forwarded the cause for civil rights and just acknowledging we're all human beings and should be treated as such. I think of, uh, in the singing arena, I think of uh, Harry Belafonte. Yeah. And in acting, I think of Sidney uh, Poitier. He's just such a class actor. You know, we always think, too, and we're reminded often, and we will do that during our movie news, but we think of the classic movies that he was in, Raisin in the Sun. You know, you think of uh, In the Heat of the Night, uh, those scenes with Rod Steiger yeah. and, you know, down in the South. Oh, my goodness. That's where we get that sound by They Call Me Mr. Tibbs. Yeah. And then, of course, there is the uh, probably the, the best remembered, which is Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Star power in that movie was was off the charts. But sometimes I think we forget, too, his range. He could be downright funny and in comedies. I think of when he was with Robert Redford, and he was with uh, David Strathairn. He was with, uh, yeah, come on, uh, Dan Aykroyd, and uh, starring in Sneakers. Yeah, and, and Mary, what's her name? That was in the no, wasn't sneak, was it Sneakers? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. that's right. I, there, there's another movie too with Redford. I always get to where was Kingsley in that movie too? Ben Kingsley was, uh, was the bad guy. Was the bad guy? He was the partner back in the day when he and Redford were radicals. Oh, that's right. Remember they that? Were partners. That's yeah. Right. So we'll talk more about uh, the amazing life and legacy of Sidney Poitier, and that'll be coming up in our movie news. Let's see, what else do we have? Special guest, we're going to be talking with the administrator of the Utah Filmmakers Association, Joe Puente, and what else have we got? Uh, Streaming news, of course, the movie show Top Ten, which is Jake's personal favorite movie on, you know, part of the movie show that can't be true no it is true uh d will be joining us via phone today i figured that yeah she uh carrier pigeon she went you know going down to zero that gets me too close to eureka and doug will probably drag me down to help uh you know work on the front room that we're tackling right now yeah that makes sense taking paint off killing brain cells it's pretty exciting. Uh, let's see. What else have we got here? The Winchester Mystery House. Telephone is what it is. torture is coming up, which has been, I think, epic. Are we going to fight about Yellowstone today at all? Ooh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It is kind of interesting how many people end up going to Wyoming. Yeah. But you don't want Beth there taking a snapshot. <laughs> it literally is like a turnout and... Uh, Please dispose of your bodies here. Yeah, that's right. There's a sign there, the body dump. Yeah. Wyoming's famous for and like, it. <laughs> and a Vista Point, <laughs> get the shot. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk a bit about uh, the season finale of Yellowstone. And, uh, of course, much more is coming your way here on the infamous movie show at KSL News Radio. Okay, Jake, you need to lower your microphone there. And we need to talk about what's going on here at Zero Res. This is the time of year when we're all, D and I, my kids came up last night. They, they actually delivered chocolate chip cookies to us, Ian and Tyra and the kids. Wow. And they said, oh, wow, it's still Christmas up here on your street. <laughs> it's true. At the top, <laughs> we had our lights blazing and the trees still up and our neighbors had their lights blazing. And- How long are you going to let that go? 
I'm pulling the plug tonight just out of shame. With the peer pressure from the kids. I know. Giving him a hard time. Now he's got to do it. You know, it's interesting. Mine were down by the weekend. Well, yours were down on December 15th. The Movie Show. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. I blame myself. So do I. No sense worrying about it now. Why worry? Each of us is wearing an unlicensed nuclear accelerator on his back. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Doesn't that sound like the opening of the movie show every week? You know, <laughs> unlicensed. We have all the sure. unlicensed, untested equipment. We hope this works. What the heck? You know, and unless we're in Sandy, we pretty much know we'll get away with it. Yeah, we can't go to Sandy. We can't go to Sandy because they'll arrest the dancing iceberg shake and. They'll give a ticket to us for putting up our, you know, KSL radio balloon. Yeah, you that's know, right. The only time I've ever received a ticket going to the movie show was in Sandy. I called them. I know you did. You <laughs> ratted me out. You go, hey, watch for this guy. I see He's him. He's coming him. down. Yeah, here he is. I'm tracking him right now. Okay. That, that dirty red pickup. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't a dirty red pickup at the time. Oh. I was in another vehicle. Uh, so, meanwhile, back of the ranch. Big movie review. We yes. probably ought to do it here. Let's, uh, let's set the stage for this monumental moment on the movie show. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you exactly what they think of the biggest release of the week. Man, I'll tell you, we're going to get some sound on this, but this is like they said, okay, let's get all of the kind of tough but really, you know, sweet women out there in the world. And put them in this thriller. So we got Diane Kruger. We've got Jessica Chastain. We've got Penelope Cruz. We have got, uh, who else? Lupito and Nyong'o. Uh, and, and I can't remember the, the name of the, uh, uh, what, was her, what was her name? Uh, from Bing Bing Chan. Yeah. And, and let's just kind of throw them in a blender and we'll make a movie. Well, just they're because, tired of like all the boys get their yeah, Jason Bournes. That's and right. We want ours movie. That's right. We have the Fast and the Furious and all of the, you know, big action stars and everything. We got that Oceans but, movie that, that they screwed up. Yeah. Legend. Oceans 8, which was yeah. libad cinema. But let's get a little sound from this movie. And it's called the 355, 355. We're the top agents from around the world. American. British, German, Colombian, Chinese. But now we have a common enemy. They can start World War III from simple reach of their keyboard. So we need to join forces. Yes, we do. This is a device that has been developed, and it can override any system out there. If if you does it squared. And it, no matter how sophisticated it is, they can just override it. They can crash a plane. They can shut down a nuclear power plant or send it into overload, whatever they want. And it's out and it's on the market. We need to find it. That's right. Get so, and boy, Columbia has kind of an epicenter thing. And, and Penelope Cruz, she is just a psychologist, yeah, or a psychiatrist, therapist, yeah. and therapist. And she's just kind of the. Lordy, Miss Scarlett. You know, she... she yeah, just, this, this is not what I do. She just keeps going, but I'm a therapist. <laughs> but even she finally starts taking care of business. Yeah. Well, I gave up long before that. You were reminding me that uh, the 355, that comes from the uh, the female 
spy for George Washington. Yeah. And I had forgotten all about that. I didn't, I didn't honestly make that connection. And we still to this day don't know who that woman was that supplied so much uh, great information to the Continental Army. But uh, anyway, well, they think she might have been a loyalist that, you know, yeah. she could see all the movements of, of the British troops and just told the generals what was what yep here's what's going on and it was all under the code 355 so that in honor of her that's how they created this group this movie starts out where it's primarily between jessica chastain who is of course cia and you know kind of on our side here and then we have diane kruger who's working for the really deep uh, intelligence of germany and they're at odds and they're both trying to accomplish the same thing but they don't know who they are and so on. So right. th- they are basically fighting one another and it, it keeps working that way. But eventually they do, just as you heard in the soundbite there, they kind of come on board. They realize that yeah, there's but, a common cause. But they actually say it. I mean, I mean, if it's a good movie, you don't have to like, you know, so much exposition like, well, five amazing women here. Let's start a thing. And, and let's what go are get we them. doing this for? We want to prevent World War Three. Yeah. Like just... Make the movie. This is not great cinema, no. but it's it's entertaining. There are a lot of really good action scenes, a lot of crash and burns in this movie, and uh, little moments of and and of course you've got to have the partner who dies, and you've got to have somebody who surprises you at some point. Yeah, but okay. So go, if this is a female, I thought they were dead. A female empowerment movie, then but, why the love interests nonsense? Yeah, I know, and we see that ah. in several. Oh, and then the family thing. You know, where they're communicating with family back home and talking oh, yeah, to the yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. They tug every heartstring you can. but At the same time saying that, you know, we're above all, you know, we're the, above all this. The, the common, you know, it, yeah. it just it didn't work for me. Uh-huh. I gave it a C. A C? Oh, yeah. Wow. Lucky to get it. Wow. It's PG-13. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, you say there's a lot of action, but it's not a lot of excitement. Oh, I don't know. I thought a couple of the scenes were kind of cool. Maybe. I mean, it's not kind of on Jason Bourne level, and it's not. And this sounds like I'm, I'm making this sexist, but we've seen females who have just taken people to task. Oh, in Atomic other Blonde. Movies. Yeah, yeah, Atomic Blonde is one. But but even in Kingsman, you know, and even though I I don't the the middle one I didn't like that much. Man, you know the the woman with the blades on her feet. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. wow. I mean, it can, it can be done, and it can be done right. Yeah, I just think that they, they decided they got an all-star cast and, and a very blasé uh, screenplay to go with it. Okay. So so what are you giving it? I'm giving it two and a half. Well, that's, that's kind of a C+. B plus. C plus. Yeah, B minus, C plus. So we're kind of on the same page on this one. It's rated PG-13, and uh, it it's over two hours, almost every movie Yeah, nowadays. two hours and three minutes. Yeah. Well, I have four minutes here, Steve. So Well, it's actually two minutes, but uh, I actually counted. <laughs> you were counting. counting well, each well you, no wonder you've been nodding off a lot. Yeah, this movie didn't do it for me. I, I okay. kept writing all kinds of horrible things. Cheesy! Really? Yeah. Did you capitalize that and put exclamation points? Yeah, I wrote all it? kinds of things on here. Anything else rude that you can or cannot say? I can. Oh, he's no, putting I... his hand over it so I can't read it. Well, I couldn't read your writing anyway, so no, don't worry true. about it. Speaking of code and spying. All right, it is uh, 929 here at KSL News Radio, the movie we just talked about, uh, the 355, 355. And it it's is only in theaters. In theaters right now. Yeah. How many screens? I'm interested. In uh, I one. think about 3,000 screens. Yeah, that's not bad. That's kind of a good average big movie, 
You know, when it starts getting up around 4, 42, 45, that's huge. Right. So, all right. So in theaters near you. Now, still to come on the movie show, we've got movie news coming up next. And, of course, we'll be talking with the administrator of the Utah Filmmakers Association. In uh, our movie news, too, we'll bring you up to date on some things with Sundance. And, you know, they were kind of <laughs> going to do a hybrid. You know, a lot of things in person, a lot of things, of course, not. But now pretty much all that in-person stuff has just gone away. Would you see so. what Marriott's doing? It- People that have booked, you know, reservations up there and the, all these volunteers are saying they're said, well, go home. We don't need you. So they're still charging them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just not right. That's American way. Come on. They go, well, come up anyway. Come up anyway. Go, come up and go skiing. Well, I guess I could see that. But. Okay. All right. The movie show. I am wondering, why are you here? I'm looking for someone. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Uh huh. How you doing, Steve? Good. This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Boy, this is the headline. Beloved actor Sidney Poitier, dead at 94. Legendary actor. And you think of the range and the the barriers that he broke down. I mean, everybody, most everybody who loves cinema can tell you that he was the first black actor to win the Academy Award for Best Actor. And that was no small accomplishment back in that era. I want you to listen to this, and this is from the uh, heat of the night. Listen to the power in this, uh, in this performance. You two came here to question me? Well, your, your attitudes, Mr. Endicott, your points of view are a matter of record. Some people... Well, let us say the people who work for Mr. Colbert might reasonably regard you as the person least likely to mourn his passing. Mm. You know, he was so eloquent, so studied, but yet natural, and boy, talk about pointed. He could just drive home a scene. There's something about In the Heat of the Night. When I think of Portier movies, I almost always think of that. The Rod Steiger performance in that was just incredible. And it took you right down into the heart of the South, right down into kind of hotbeds of prejudice and the way he maneuvered that, the way he dealt with it. And ultimately, it's not like they were, you know, big friends at the end, but the the mutual respect that uh, came out of that. And then... Of course, a lot of people uh, became really familiar with, and such a mainstream movie with Main Street actors at the time who had, you know, Hollywood just written them all, written all over them. Was guess who's coming to dinner? This is a classic film. Let's listen to a little piece of that. Let me tell you something. I owe you nothing. If you carried that bag a million miles, you did what you were supposed to do. Because you brought me into this world. And from that day, you owed me everything you could ever do for me. Like I will owe my son if I ever have another. But you don't own me. You can't tell me when or where I'm out of line. 
boy, such a powerful scene. Uh, in all of the scenes in that movie, that's the one I remember, the showdown between him and his dad. And it was powerful to me because you see the prejudice on both sides. You see how this very liberal couple, Catherine Hepburn and Spencer. you know Spencer Tracy, are saying, do we really believe what we've been saying all these years? And them coping with the fact that their daughter has brought home a black man and they intend to get married. Yeah. And then they've invited the other parents over as well. And the concerns and even prejudice that we see on that side, concerns for what this union might bring, how difficult it might be. And I I thought this movie was brilliant. And again, Poitier was incredible. You know, my favorite Poitier movie, To Sir With Love. Oh, To Sir, isn't that a sweet movie? Uh, with, uh, what's her name? Just a, a, a Petula Clark. And uh, um, no, no, she was. Uh, oh. She has one name. One name. Uh, oh. Lulu. Or Lulu. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it. What a sweet movie. And A Raisin in the Sun, and there were, there were so many, uh, of well, I course. I even love Sneakers. I thought he was, Sne- they were sneakers all Sneakers was really a good movie. And, you and know, considering he was in his, like, probably in his 70s when he well, made let's say that would be 20, 20, well, probably 25 years ago at least. And so he, he would have been, you know, late 60s or around 70 years of age. And let's just wrap up uh, a little tribute here to uh, Sir Sidney Poitier with the comments that he had uh, at the Oscars. Because it is a long journey to this moment, I am naturally indebted to countless numbers of people, principally among whom are Ralph Nelson, James Poe, William Barrett, Martin Baum, and of course, the members of the Academy. For all of them, all I can say is a very special thank you. Wow. Notice they didn't play him off. Yeah. Boy, no kidding. You know, the... (laughs) And you you think of the people that paved the way, Hattie McDaniel, so many other yeah. people, you know, who who worked so hard and started putting the underpinnings in place so that platform could could be there for the gifted, amazing people of all stripes, all colors, all races, all backgrounds, all cultures. And Sidney Poitier was truly a breakthrough artist. He's just such a class act. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Just such a class act just a moment to talk about the uh, loss of uh, one of the greats in in hollywood sydney poitier all right there are some other things we need to talk about what have you got Steve? go ahead top that story well i can't of course but uh liam neeson has a new thriller coming out in february it's called Blacklight, and uh, believe it or not uh the fbi director as uh, played by aiden quinn says you know i want he says i want out and Quinn says, no, 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 I own you. You must keep working for me. Well, then some morons, I think hired by the FBI director, kidnaps his granddaughter. Have they not seen Taken? I mean, are we nuts here? Why would you mess with Liam Neeson? Exactly. So Blacklight, February, they kidnap his granddaughter. You know, one thing, too, we we obviously focused on Sidney Poitier, you know, such a groundbreaking, but Danny Aiello. Now, I I wondered about that because I thought he passed a while ago. I did, too. And when you mentioned that, I thought, well. That could be one of those that somebody kind of brought back a a retro. Maybe something. But Peter Bogdanovich, definitely. Peter Bogdanovich, you know, Dee and I were talking 
the other night. I mean, when you think back on the classic Bogdanovich movies, and oh wow, you look at, uh, at the last picture show, last picture show that with Jeff Bridges, and I mean, you look at the Sidney amazing Shepherd. talent in that. So it, it's been an interesting, uh, interesting week. But Peter Bogdanovich as well. All right, I want to bring you up to date on what's happening with Sundance. We've already alluded to this. And uh, this was supposed to have been the first fully hybrid Sundance Film Festival. But unfortunately, because of what is unfolding, some of the record numbers that we're seeing around the world and here in Utah, I talked with the governor yesterday about uh, some of these uh, numbers. And, you know, if, if there is any good news in them, this, this variant isn't as deadly, thank heaven, and, and because yeah. of a lot of the vaccinations and the boosters and so on. And now because some of the cases are with younger folks, they tend to survive better, but there isn't a whole lot of good news in here. The, there is the hope that this variant now, because it is mild, will start the immunity for a lot more people, and then we'll start to get to the point where rather than uh, anything else, we're just managing COVID more than we are anything else. But, yeah. boy, I'll tell you, here in Utah, when you look at those numbers, almost 7,000 as I talked with the governor yesterday, it was just short of 7,000 infections. And then oh, the, yeah. the, the governor brought up that we're approaching a, 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 you know, a, a, just a terrible number when it comes to even deaths here in the state of Utah. And so anyway, the festival's in-person Utah elements will be moving online. That's the bottom line. And uh, those over the Sundance Film Festival said we're disappointed to not provide the full hybrid experience and gather in person as intended. While it's a deep loss not to have this in-person experience in Utah, we do not believe it's safe or feasible to gather thousands of artists, audiences, employees, volunteers, and partners from around the world and uh, for an 11-day festival, while overwhelmed communities are already struggling to provide the essential services. And that's the other thing that uh, Governor Cox said yesterday when I was talking to him. He, he said, you know, what is so concerning now is just the overwhelming, again, of our medical facilities and personnel. It's wearing these folks out. And the number Some are of, just walking out. They just, we're doing this again? We, we, I, I heard the sound by coming down where I think it was uh, uh, Ms. Hoffman who was saying, you know, some of these people have just given all they can give. Yeah. They're, just, they're just out of gas. And then the physical capacity uh, and, you know, and again, uh, pleading with those to who haven't been vaccinated to get vaccinated. And, you know, it kind of surprises me a little bit. And, you know, go ahead, send your hate mail to dride at ksl.com. But, you know, Utah has had a legendary uh, image of doing what it takes to protect our friends, what it takes to protect our children, what it takes to protect our neighbors, even if we don't see a direct benefit to ourselves. That's the pioneering spirit, planting the trees for future generations. We'll never sit in its shade. We'll never pick its fruit, but we're doing it for others. That's what Utah's known for. But I'll tell you, this is the first time I've kind of been a little disappointed. And I kind of go, you know, why am I not seeing that? You know, and even if, even if you have a problem with something or even don't fully believe in something or think it's an inconvenience for you or maybe even a violation of your rights, you know, I... I just, this has surprised me. It has surprised me. And uh, 
sadly, I, I remember when Governor Cox, this was months ago, said, you know, what we're seeing right now is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And uh, that, that's still the case. And you, you've heard it on the KSL uh, news today. You know, the governor and medical officials and uh, just pleading with people to, you know, get that booster shot, get that vaccination, you know, wear the mask. And, you know, and they'll say, well, some of those. Ma-. Yeah, that's true. Some of the masks are not handling this variant, but there are masks that do. So anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. I'll get ready for the hate mail that I'll receive. But again, let me make it easy for you. It's dwright at ksl.com. <laughs> well, All I, right. I have a couple of James Bond stories. If you're Okay. Interested. All right. Uh, one, Tom Holland pitched a young James Bond, like a, like you know, a, a prequel about James Bond, and uh, the studio said, "No, we're good." And apparently, <laughs> yeah, the Broccoli's. This was right after uh, the previous uh, Tom Holland Spider, not this last one, but they said, "No, we're good." And then the other thing is, there is there was an alt ending, alternate ending for this latest James Bond, No Time to Die. And how maybe he was going to, you know, go out. Yeah. Instead of the big, bah, you know, explosion. A stray bullet. Oh, no. Friendly fire. Whatever. It's like, are you serious? You're going to have James Bond go out with a... No. Oh, I... I, It's got to be something spectacular. Yeah. And I hope we haven't given away too too much by even talking about that. But if you haven't seen No Time to Die yet. Yeah, we're here. Come on. Your time's up. Yeah, that's right. Your time's up. Sony Pictures has delayed. Oh, sorry, Jake. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Jake's going, what? What? What happens? Okay, Sony Pictures has delayed Morbius once again. It's going to be backed up about three months. It was originally scheduled for January 28th. Now it's April 1st. That is not an April Fool's joke. It's going to be on IMAX and premium large formats. And a couple of things. They're, they're concerned about the, uh, the COVID numbers right now. But they're also a little concerned about Spider-Man and the legs that Spider-Man has. And they don't want to compete. It's dominating the box office. And this will allow Morbius to debut after Spidey makes his way through theaters by the way spider-man opens in japan this weekend still no word on china all right anything else burning Uh, no okay all right we can throw it in streaming news if we uh, need to the movie show holtzman come on the hat is too much right is it the wig or the hat on ksl news radio 102.7 fm and 1160 a.m still to come on the movie show we've got lots of stuff we're going to be talking with the administrator of the utah filmmakers association see what's uh, going on with them we'd like to check in with all of the aspects of cinema in the state of utah whatever it is whether it's the film society whether it's with our regular exhibitors like megaplex and so on you sure. know some more of our boutique and and even great places like the water garden theaters down here in utah county that have done so many unique things and uh, i'm looking forward to talking with joe puente coming up and then also uh d i think will be joining us need to just double check she and i have been going back and forth texting have you heard about that new cool thing called texting i've heard it works yeah it's pretty exciting let's see if it has worked and let me see if i've got we don't want to talk to each other can't get my passcode to work okay fat fingers here we go one it's not one two three four there we go yeah it's a b c d Never mind. Anyway, she'll she'll be here in one form or another. And Telephone Torture, the movie show Top Ten, which everybody looks forward to each and every week. Fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. In- the movie.
Abby Show. Abby Normal. I'm almost sure that was the name. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch wide gorilla? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Oh, young Frankenstein. What a classic. And how interestingly, while lampooning it, so respectful to those old Universal movies. You know, it, it I, I did a seminar once when they asked me to come and talk about the difference between Young Frankenstein and Frankenstein, and I showed them clips that were almost identical, yeah. and they couldn't believe how respectful oh, yeah. Young Frankenstein was to the original. Well, and, and even in the technique, not only black and white, I mean, obvious, but just the way that they take like a circle and then you go brrr, yeah, you know, just yeah. right down to something. Oh, yeah. And, oh, I, yeah, I love that movie. All right. Hey, we are really pleased today to have the administrator for the Utah Filmmakers Association joining us on the line right now. Joe Puente is with us. Joe, welcome to the movie show. Thank you. Hey, it's great Glad to, to have here. you here. First of all, tell us what the uh, Utah Filmmakers Association is and what it's all about. Uh, its primary mission is... Uh, 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 enabling uh, filmmakers, uh, new filmmakers, uh, novices, students, etc., to be able to transition from being community filmmakers to professional filmmakers, to stop making movies in the backyard and right. do it in the industry. Isn't it amazing how many people have started in the backyard? You know, I think just a, a recent conversation we had with Bruce Campbell. You know, he and his friends, oh, they, and, right. they, and they give us Evil Dead, and you think of El Mariachi and, you know, <laughs> shooting on shopping carts and credit cards. And right. it's, oh, yeah. it's amazing, the filmmakers that have started that way. But, boy, making that leap from the backyard and dad's credit cards to, you know, bigger projects, that can be really tough. It can. Uh, and uh, what we're trying to do is um, help people to, to find those resources uh, to help them better understand the uh, the business aspect of filmmaking, it's it's intrinsic. It's you can't really extract it uh, from the art form. Yeah, yeah. We've got to talk about something that's happening this week. If I have the correct information here, the Utah Newbie Short Film Festival. Tell us about that. Yes, uh, it's a one-time event. Uh, it's being put on by uh, Katie Mae Jones, uh, who's a filmmaker. She's uh, look, looking for opportunities to screen a new short film uh, of hers titled Relic. Um, I've watched it. It's, it's a very touching, uh, dramatic uh, short film. And uh, she wanted to give other filmmakers uh, with uh, experience similar to hers uh, opportunities to show their work. So they're going to be having uh, two screenings of a block of short films uh, at 6 p.m. and at 7.30 p.m. on Saturday at the uh, Freedom Preparatory Academy. Uh and um, this is similar to uh, something Utah filmmakers uh, has done before. We've uh, uh, had, a, had uh, an event called uh, Section One Expo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a regular recurring event. Uh, it, it, it's kind of unpredictable that way, but it also uh, does the same thing: showcases local filmmaking talent. Now, I understand the uh, Freedom Preparatory Academy is at 1761 West, and is it 820 North right there in Provo? How do people get tickets, and how do they get more information? I took a really long, complicated uh, uh, web address, and I, I shortened it. TinyURL.com <laughs> slash Utah Shorts 2022. Oh, there's tickets right there. There we go. <laughs> 
<laughs> your website's longer than the movie. Yeah, give, give that one more time. Yeah, that and this is the short one. Tinyurl.com slash Utah Shorts 2022. There we go. There we go. Let's talk about some of the other things that you guys do, like the Utah Filmmakers Mentorship Program. Tell us what that's all about and how it works. Well, we've partnered with the Utah Film Commission uh, to, and again, this is part of uh, our mission uh, with Utah Filmmakers to uh, uh, enable uh, filmmakers, uh, new filmmakers to work with professional filmmakers. Uh, with the mentorship program, we've put in place a system to be able to uh, vet qualified uh, mentors uh, for the program. And uh, the uh, staff at the Utah Film Commission uh, is helping us uh, with that. Uh, people who are interested in becoming mentors or, or seeking out uh, a mentorship opportunity can go to uh, our website at mentors.utahfilmmakers.org, and they can fill out a form to uh, be part of the program. Isn't that amazing what a mentor can do? You know, I think oh. of the people that mentored me very, very early in in my desire to be in radio. I think of people like uh, Dr. Rex Campbell and Bob Simmons. and You know, somebody who we just lost came into, I was working at Silo selling appliances, and it was uh, Tom Barberry. Tom Barberry. And he you know, said, what's your, what's your plan? Oh, yeah. What's your goals? And yeah. I said, I would love to, you know, do movie stuff or maybe broadcasting or work for a yeah. TV station. He says, do it. Yeah. You know, he and I, and yes. along with Gene Pack, were uh, uh, brought into the uh, Utah Broadcasters Association Hall of Fame the same day. And, you know, receiving an award like that is, is really cool. Oh, yeah. But to receive it with Tom Barberry yeah. and to receive it with Gene Pack, who was an early mentor of mine at KUER at the University of Utah, right. I mean, you know, that, that made it extra special and yeah when i when i heard of and read of uh, tom's passing kind of broke my heart but i'll tell you the mentorship programs make all the difference and sometimes they just come out of the blue sometimes a little more uh organized like this one the utah filmmakers mentorship program that uh, that i'm uh, assuming has provided some real opportunities for some young budding filmmakers Indeed, it has. Uh, uh, we had kind of a pilot program uh, going for a few years already uh, through our uh, Facebook group. Um, the, the first and the largest of its kind, uh, um, with over 16,000 members, uh, most of them actual people. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, we uh, took it from there and uh, reached out to the Film Commission to uh, get some guidance on how we could make it a uh, more practical uh, program. Uh, the the key part of it being um, ensuring that our mentors are actual uh, people with real world industry experience. So, uh, so that people looking for mentorship know that they're getting uh, they're being put in touch with with people who are in the industry, and uh, uh, they'll be able to have opportunities to work on real sets and on real projects and uh, train up to become the next generation of filmmaking professionals in Utah. Yeah. What are some of the other things that we ought to uh, make our listeners aware of? We've already talked about a few of them. The Newbie Short Film Festival that's coming up tomorrow, January 8th, 6 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. at the uh, Freedom Preparatory Academy in Provo. Anything else that we ought to be putting on our calendars? Absolutely. The Utah Film Festival is going on right now this week uh, at the Town Hub 
in American Fork. Uh, that's 120 West Main Street. And uh, for more info there, you can just go to utahfilmfestival.com. Is, is the town hub that great old theater that's on the north side of the road? You know what? I've I've not been to the, to the venue myself. So, I think it is. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think it is. That that is a, a, a movie theater that's been there for a long, long time, huh. and uh, it's it's just a great, great venue. Hey, Joe, we really appreciate uh, you joining us here on the movie show, and we love to keep our listeners right up to speed on everything going on in Utah regarding film, and especially with our local filmmakers, we really like to make that a priority. So when anything's up, Poppin, let us know, okay? Absolutely. Thank you very much for the opportunity to come and uh, spend time with you guys. Oh, it's a real pleasure. Thank you. Joe Puente with us, the administrator of the Utah Filmmakers Association. The Movie Show. Rule number one for surviving zombie land cardio. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We have a little film we can just kind of mention here, Steve. Uh, the Iranian film is is really really good. Can we can we mention uh, Drive My Car kind of quickly? Ooh, uh, three hour Japanese film though. Well, three hour Japanese film. We ought to just give it what thirty seconds. Well, this is going to be like Minari. I have a feeling that we're really gonna, yeah, oh, okay. we're going to well, see. Then some, we don't want to you know. Oh, uh, we could do the C for me one. Okay, C for me. Here we go. How can I help you? It's me, Sophie. There's people in the house. They're looking for me. Just stay calm. Where are they now? <laughs> Ooh, the old footsteps you walking right toward down, you. You can make it. Uh oh. Yeah, I mean, I thought, oh, this is another one of those. You get somebody to watch your house while you're on vacation. And they're blind. And this girl happened to be blind. And I thought, mm, where did they find her? I mean,. Yeah, would that be your best uh, choice to have somebody stay at your house and they can't? See Especially you? when it's a complex home, big, yeah. huge, gigantic, multi-level, out in the middle of nowhere in the yeah. mountains, m- miles away from any civilization, and there's a cat and this very sweet blind lady who was a former Olympic skier, but you know she's like, right. I can handle anything, and, yeah. and and so the the family's like, all right, good, let's go, let's do it, and she goes, you know, do you need any help showing? And, nope, I'll find it. And then she gets a friend on, and, and, they, and they do a, he says, all right, now turn left. And she's trying to memorize everything where all this stuff is. But then uh, at one night, she wakes up, and she hears this, um, like, something's going on in the house, and there's not supposed to be anybody there. Well, there's a guy drilling. They find a safe, and they're drilling a hole trying to get in whatever's safe. in the safe, yeah. thinking that this family is out of town. They were, you know, nobody was supposed to be there. Well, now what does she do? She calls this uh, app that's called, because her friend said, I'm tired of doing this. You've got to, you know, because what she was doing was she'd go and she'd steal the, the, the nicest bottle of wine they would have and sell it on the open market. Because oh, like, go. oh, who's going to blame the blind girl? <laughs> so, I mean, if she's in real trouble, calls this app, and it's a former Marine woman who says, I will get you through this. And it becomes the two of them working to try to survive this night Wow. Uh, it's really pretty well done. I was, you know, as many times as we've seen this kind of movie, yeah. I really thought this was cool. Any major stars in the in the film? Uh, no. Okay. So where's it showing? Uh, it is in, uh, it's at the Jordan Commons and at the Gateway that I know of as far as Megaplex. So it's not in wide release, but uh, it is rated R for some violence. Um, but C for me, it's, I gave it a B plus. Okay. It's actually pretty cool. Okay. C for me. 
the movie show. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 uh, AM. Your gig. <laughs> I know. Well, I can do it better than Bella Lagos. Oh, I'd love to not well, hear that. Yeah, I'll bet you wouldn't. <laughs> no, I save that for Halloween. Yeah. You know, I have certain standards. Not many, but a few. All right. Planning on a weekend of binge watching? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all, so you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. Okay, Mortal Kombat uh, debuted in April. Ended up having the strongest streaming debut on HBO Max of the day and date releases. Followed by Godzilla vs. Kong, Suicide Squad, The Matrix Resurrections, Space Jam, A New Legacy, and then Dune. And uh, Warner Brothers, of course, has been doing this primarily. Movies to subscribers, same day they hit the movie theaters. And, boy, there's some been some real backlash in Hollywood. Well, they're going to stop doing that. it in yeah, 2022. And they ought to because, you know, listen. They're losing at, money. At the domestic box office, different rankings, of course. Uh, the at-home availability likely undercut most of the film's theater potential. And many believe the overall potential of making money because that old formula has worked ever since the VHS tape came out where, and, and even some devices before that laser disc and everything else where they said, you know, we'll make our money in the theaters just like we always have. And then people will want to see it again. Yes. And people will want to have it either, you know, stored for them in the cloud now, or they want it on their, you know, DVD shelf. And I don't know where we lost our way on this, but the idea that it is undercut not just the box office numbers, but undercut the overall revenue potential of the film itself. And uh, so maybe Warner and others, you know, they're, they're waking up to this. They all, have, they all have adjusted their policies. It's going to be a 45-day window after theatrical. Then you'll imagine nobody's going to want to see Spider-Man in oh, yeah. another month and a half, a month or so when it becomes available. Oh, I mean, the Spidey fans are going to be, They're going to you know, double their money. Sure they will. Sure they will. Well, on that same topic, Don't Look Up breaks Netflix's record for weekly viewership. And these numbers are always weird to me. Yeah, yeah. 152 million viewing hours. I know. I don't know what that means. Yeah. But that sounds like a lot. I know. Because, you know, even in radio ratings, it's quarter hour. But if you listen for a certain majority of that quarter hour, you get the credit. And if you didn't, you don't get the credit. And it's not an accumulation of minutes. It's a chunk and then you qualify. It's it's bizarre. Ratings well, have always been weird. Don't look up. Bro- broke those records for Netflix. So I okay. guess yay. Okay. Uh, streaming in January. Ozark season four, part one. We've got Queens of Mystery season two. How I Met Your Father season one. The Woman in the House across the street from the Girl in the Window. Uh, we've got the Eternals. Marvel Studios uh, will bring together the group of zero of the superheroes on Disney Plus. Uh, Hotel Transylvania, Transformania. Uh, I need to watch that. We're going to talk about that next week, aren't we? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then Afterlife Season 3, G.I. Jane, uh, Betty White Goes Wild. And, you know, speaking of Betty White. Oh, that uh, that was supposed to be her 100th anniversary. Supposed to be her 100th anniversary. She just, or 100th birthday. birthday. And she died just a little bit shy of it. 
but uh, they're going to go ahead you yeah. know, with that and uh, make it a, different make it a tribute of, yeah. rather than a birthday celebration. I think that's perfectly good. Yeah, I do too. Uh, if you're curious about Book of Boba Fett, I've watched the first two episodes. The first one just felt a little flat, to be honest, but the second one picked up dramatically. Can I just say there are twin huts, you know, like Jabba the Hutt? Yeah, he had a twin brother. No, they, they got like twin a brother and sister. Yeah. And these poor guys are having to carry these huts around. They got the, oh, and you can see the wood starting to sag. It, it actually picked up pretty dramatically. So I would say if you were wondering about Boba Fett, the first episode, not so much. Second episode picks up pretty good. Okay. When does Spider-Man No Way Home start streaming on Disney Plus? Well, it's complicated, apparently. It goes from platform to platform before it finally homes, finds its home on Disney+. Plus, And it has pit stops. First stop will be uh, Video On Demand and Stars, And then it will go uh, do a quick kind of drive-by on Netflix. Oh, really? And then it will finally settle in on Disney+. Plus. And, I, you know, I looked all over the place, and I'm still not finding, you know, really firm dates but uh, I did get this. Fans might have to wait as late as early 2024 to stream Spider-Man. What? No Way Home on Disney+. Plus. But nobody knows right now. Everybody's just bloviating and speculating here. So there you go. Well, a couple more here. Dexter, New Blood, the finale is this Sunday on Showtime. Uh, this uh, has been really good. Yeah. It is so much better than, oh, I'm going to go off and be a lumberjack. Thanks. No. This has actually turned out to be pretty good. And just like that, uh, they have figured out a way to get rid of this. Is, I don't know if this is cancer, cancel culture, but they got Chris Noth off of the finale. He was supposed Ooh, to be in the yeah. last episode, and they've worked it so that he will not be. And, of course, he's been accused of yeah. sexual assault. And I guess Jessica um, Parker was just livid. She said, I did not know any of this was happening, and yeah, he's, he's done. Wow. Wow. And he even got kicked off his CBS show. So yeah, that's big. Wow. Yellowstone finale was last Friday. So okay, we got to talk about Yellowstone finale. You know, I was, I was kind of set for a biggie, you know, like maybe one of the Duttons. And, you know, you, there, there was so much buzz and speculation. And, I mean, there were some startling moments. But, you know, kind of the, the – I, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of this this ending. You you look at the Jimmy factor, and that was kind of touching and sweet. And when you know Dutton just goes, "You don't owe me anything." And yeah, that was handshake. cool. That was cool, and that was kind of fine. And you know, I like the return of Lloyd. You know that he's back in in favor and seems to have his head back. And you know, with uh, Walker the- and everybody else. Right. And but you know the the Jamie thing is getting real interesting and. You know, if Danny, if if Jamie ever comes up and goes, I love you too, Dad, you know, kind of watch out. And, <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know where this is going. And, you know, when, when Beth basically gets blown out of the equity fund and, yeah. wow, you know. I, I knew Beth was going to do something crazy, uh, but I had no idea. But it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was no. going to be. I thought it was going to be more profoundly crazy. Yes. But, I mean, she's crazy enough. And and but what's interesting is the you know I've I've always talked you know D and I've talked about this you know people with with even really good morals their their kind of moral boundaries are, are a little different in here and there you know one person can tolerate this a little more than this person can one person is more fanatical about this there is the most bizarre morality on the Dutton Ranch because sometimes 
It's like when he's in there reading the riot act to the judge. He goes, this isn't, you know, there's a difference between legal and justice. And, right. and you know, this, this was just cruel. Well, you know, and, take an example like John basically telling Beth one week, Oh uh, yeah, we're, we're done. Move out. Move get out. out of my life. The next week, I love you. This is your home. Who are you? Yeah. What's going on here? To me, I'm a little nervous that Taylor Sheridan, the creator, has got so many irons, irons in, in the, the fire. fire. He really that does. He might just be a little bit not focusing on his main yeah. story here. And uh, you know what I did this week? I went back and watched. Myth. I went back and watched uh, Wind River. You know, and oh, yeah. you, you can see his writing, his signature all over it, even though he didn't direct it and everything else. But, you know, not only are there familiar faces in there, of course, but uh, and oh, you, Helen Highwater. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and Helen Highwater and uh, everything else. I, I watched that again. How this about week, uh, too. 1883? Now, 1883, I was I've, looking for the third episode and they did not run it on the 2nd of January. It's going to be this Sunday. We'll I have only third. caught the first one. And, you know, I, it's a tough watch. I yeah. mean, these people, these people, you know, the, the nice German people that have come over that, right. that um, they're leading the wagon train. They don't know what they're doing. And in the third episode, there's a montage of how these people are going, like yeah. dying Drop, out in the middle flies. of nowhere. Yeah. You know, they have no idea what they're doing. Like yeah. somebody squats down to go to the bathroom and a snake bites him in the butt. Dead. Dead. You know, it's just like, and, and, you holy know, you, crap. You saw a little bit of that in Centennial, you know, when they when they went out and they're beginning to kind of, uh, not only is, is the journey rugged on everybody, but even when they settle in, you know, the Centennial, the town uh, uh, which was uh, what was called Sense Farm, you know, you see a lot of people, you know, I mean, that... That whether it's gene pool or luck or whatever, I mean it's it's, it's Darwin, you know. I mean the the survival of the fittest yeah. on that. So interesting. Uh, so, so 1883. I've seen all. Th- well, I've seen the first three, and then the fourth one will be this Sunday. I I guess I'm just going to hang in, but it is really a tough watch. Yeah. You, know, you know, the first one was free to everybody, and kind of like here, kid, the first piece of candy's free. Right. You know that type of thing, and uh, so I I just haven't. Had time nor the wherewithal to uh, to watch the rest. But well, I guess I, for I me, just, season four of, of Yellowstone has just been kind of blah. Yeah, I just hope that Sheridan isn't burning literally the candle at three ends right now. Yeah. And well, he did say in a thing recently that season five, somebody major is going to go. Yeah, he says you can't. I can't keep you know recreating situations for these people yeah. at, uh, without jumping the shark. So. When you kind of have... wonder, too, when the official body dump in uh, Wyoming will be either filled to yeah. capacity. Literally, or, you can't throw them up any higher. Or, or <laughs> discovered by, you know, just, just That's the. That's got to happen. Just the stench alone. Somebody gets, somebody gets a flat tire there, and they go, ah, the, wow. Why are there so many? <laughs> I know. What's going on uh, here? What do you call them? Bl- buzzards uh, circling around. Yeah, there. exactly. Okay. So, yeah, I. I didn't hate the final episode. I was surprised and shocked. I was touched in a few moments. But overall, I'd give it a, a B at best. At best. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. Kind of. All right. 1051 here. There's at- two more seasons. We're going to have yeah. a five and a six for Yellowstone. Heaven knows what they're going to be. I think ever since they moved to Montana, the well, there was an interesting head. thing too when uh, when Casey is out there, you know, g- waiting for the visions and going through that. Yeah, thing. What was that? All? Well, and and then when his his 
gorgeous wife comes up and goes, well, what did you see? He goes, I I saw saw the the end end of us. What does us mean? The end of the marriage, the end of his life, the end of the Dutton Ranch, the end of the Montana lifestyle. We sound like a couple of soap operas. I know we do. Sound like a couple old biddies. What did you see on your program today, Mabel? (laughs) My sister used to record them all week long. Oh, I know. And then watch all five of them. We used to do that with Days of Our Lives. That was hers. I finally found that in order to participate in conversations between my wife and my grandmother, our dear friend Francis out in Eureka, (laughs) or what, I had to watch one every now and then to figure out what in the world they were talking about. Stay on top of it, yeah. Yeah, I kind of got hooked, I have to admit. You know? Of course. It makes sense, Nancy Drew. Dark Shadows was the gateway to that. Ooh, Ooh yeah. I mean, am I talking or am I talking? 1052 here at the movie. <laughs> Love was, that show. The movie was terrible. Oh. But the- it's the official quirky pick of the week on the KSL Movie Show. Yeah, we pay huge money for the big announcer to do that. And, then, and D as And well. then the money we pay D is like five times what we started out paying, you know, two years ago. And See, so, I really wish I had enough money to drive down to that remote and save us from the bad reputation you're giving us about our carpets, because <laughs> if there was ever a remote I needed to be at, it was that one. So good, good grief, Doug. Uh, I, I believe, mean, let me translate that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I told you, you've heard about the wrath of Khan. Well, Jake, it's the wrath of D. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> that scared me so bad I got a cramp. <laughs> Steve, Steve's getting ready to bolt, and, and Jake is speechless. So, <laughs> meanwhile, okay. I'm so sorry, D. Never again. Uh, no, he's not. Never he's again. A, he, he's I knew you were going to pay for that one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. There, there are many ways to pay for things like that. Okay, D. What are we focusing on? What quirky picks have you for us? Well, um, because I don't know how our time is going to go here, we probably ought to talk about the one that we posted to our social media, which we caught last night. It's a brand-new Masterpiece Theater offering. Steve, I don't know if you've caught it. I hadn't really seen it advertised, but, you know, we like Masterpiece Theater, and this was is a series, uh, eight episodes, of Around the World in 80 Days, the Jules Verne classic. Have, oh, have you yeah. caught on to that I, one, I haven't Steve? seen it, but I have, I've seen it talked about yes. yeah we we yeah. watch the kind of making of afterwards and you know they they're making no bones about it it is loosely based yeah on yeah and they're bringing all kinds of they said we want to make it pertinent for today we want characters that are reflective of today but yet we'll have it in the old days when the story actually occurred and mm. i i enjoyed watching it last night d yeah, I enjoyed it, too. You can't go into it uh, if you're, you know, like a huge aficionado of the original. You're probably going to, you know, maybe not like it. But if you go into it appreciating the, you know, the beautiful scenics and uh, just that Masterpiece Theater style, I thought it was lovely. Yeah. And I would definitely watch it. The, the lead actors are great. Uh, famous Scottish actor David Tennant as Phileas. Uh, and, he, you know, he does a great job. So oh, I, I thought David everybody Tenet. was good in it. And I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, but boy, if if you are a purist and if you're going to go line by line in Jules Verne and go, well, what are they doing here? Yeah, you're going to hate this. Uh, but if you can roll with it, and I think it's yeah. it's well worth uh, seeing. Yeah, yeah. what else have you got for us? Isn't it? Well, yeah. last night, interestingly enough, we we slid into two different movies, and they are very contrasting. One you had recorded uh, a famous Alfred Hitchcock in 1948, Rope. Which, you ever seen uh, Rope? Rope? Yeah, Harley Granger. Time. Yeah, yeah. I have to yeah, say, it, it, not my fa- not my favorite. It's kind of slow, kind of like a play. You know, don't you yeah. think? 
Yeah, no, it, it absolutely is, other than the outside shot that where you look down from their apartment, everything is it's in, in that, that apartment. apartment. Yeah. And nothing, you know, it, it is it is amazing, and, and the tensions of it, and uh, Sir Cedric Hardwick, I believe, was uh, one of the characters in there. Yeah, it's not yeah, my favorite one. Hitchcock Actually, either. Well, yeah, interesting boy, fact he, about that, you and I talked, Doug, that we didn't see Hitchcock in it, you know, because he's famous for making cameos, so I looked that up, right. and I guess that um, he, he really is not in it, but he had his image put in it in a some type of a silhouette situation of a sign and flashing neon sign when you looked out the window, which oh, really? I didn't see. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so he kind of did make an appearance, but not really. So anyway, rope Alfred Hitchcock. We do like Alfred Hitchcock. So it was, it was worth the watch. I, I, I don't love it you know, on a scale of all of his movies, but it was a fun watch. And then very different from that. We caught the 2004 Partway through, which we'd seen before, Richard Gere's Shall We Dance. You remember that one, Steve? Shall We Dance with yes, Jennifer Lopez? Yes, it was a remake of a, a Japanese film. Yeah. Oh, I didn't It really know is that. a fun I movie with Jennifer Lopez. And it you has should a, see the original, as always. Yeah. The original films that these are based on are always. But this one's pretty sweet. Yeah, it Susan is Sarandon as his wife. Yeah. And he's he's not out having an affair or anything. And she's wondering if he doesn't. Again, Richard Jenkins plays the part of the, uh, the uh, gumshoe who's out there trying to figure out what's going on with this guy. And he's basically taking dance lessons. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a sweet movie. It's, it's fun movie i i think you know it's it's a feel-good movie and who doesn't like to look at richard gear especially maybe not you guys but i do so (laughs) i I did declare him last night in the film i said this guy's got to be you know how they used to even some country songs you know said and he had robert redford hair (laughs) well this one if you have richard gear hair i think he's got the best hair in hollywood he does even now that it's all white still yeah, he, he wasn't all gray in that one, but just still looked really good. Stanley Tucci, too. Do you remember him oh. playing that flamboyant monster? He played a really good role in that, too, I think. So, yeah, it's almost yeah, a Clark so Kent was, thing, mild lawyer during the day and then ballroom dancer. And he puts on that cheesy, horrible wig and, you know, the big smile and the white teeth. And it's he's he's a very versatile actor. Anything else before yeah. we need to wrap up here, Dee? I'm just not sure I can leave you down there without me to kind of control what you might say, I don't know. I'm not feeling uh-huh. good about this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just don't listen. Yeah, no, no. Okay. we well, never tell no, a no, listener, even Dean, to not to listen. <laughs> no, I'll yeah. always listen. I'll always listen, but then I may always have an opinion. So anyway. Oh, I have New no Year, doubt of that. She's yelling at the radio. No <laughs> doubt of that. Hey, thank you, Dee. You're welcome. Catch the later, quirky Bob. picks of the week. The Movie Show. What a piece of junk. She'll make .5 past light speed. She may not look like much, but she's got it where it counts, kid. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, Stephen, I think it's time for a little foray into Tortureville. Telephone torture. Yes. Can't you just feel it? I can't, I can't. Nothing says post-holiday spirit better than telephone torture. Well, D warmed up the segment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, it's time to give away fabulous prizes worth up to dollars from the Megaplex Theaters and from the movie show. We just kind of hang on to their coattails on this one. Yeah, we'll take all the credit. Contribute literally nothing. (laughs) Other than just the... 
beauty of this segment. Yeah. The subtlety, the gracious, you know. Did it change somehow? Okay. We are looking for caller number five. I just thought I'd. Pull. You're going to do your own? Yeah. yeah. Karnak? Yeah, Karnak. <laughs> Rip the envelope open. Okay, the I like answer. how he always blew into it. I know. He blows into it. Okay, speaking of blowing it, that's what the movie show is all about. We blow it each and every week. Five, really? You really. You know, so. You've kind of gotten in this. In what? M- the murder, bigger number? Murderer's Row. Well, you know, you like to be able to spread the joy. Is that what it is? Of losing on the movie show. You're wearing the loser ticket theaters down here. You could be going to Vineyard. You could, you know, yeah. go on up to Thanksgiving Point. You know, you've got all kinds of options. You have megaplexes everywhere except Eureka. Except Eureka. But the microplex, one of these days. Miniplex. One of these days they're going to see the light and they'll go, what a wonderful thing. If we could rejuvenate one of the old theaters down in Eureka. One still stands. It's the shape it leaning. No, it's it's pretty solid. Huh. The other has, unfortunately, the old Star Theater is no well, longer. I'm sure when they run out of cities in Utah. Then. Oh, it's one of those. Okay, so two tickets to the Megaplex Theaters. We've got a tub of popcorn, and we've got two drinks that we're going to give away right now. And let's go to our first potential winner of the new year. And hi, who's this? Hello. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Hello. Hello. I'm doing okay. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> you do have this claim to fame, though. You are the first loser of the new year here on the movie show. Yeah. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Great. Great. Special. <laughs> Very special. <laughs> Well, we need to acknowledge your now. I didn't catch your name. What was it again? Oh, he's gone. He's he's dialing the number, trying to be number two. Anonymous. And maybe number three and number four, but we'll see if he's number five. We'll recognize his voice. Yeah, we will. Oh, let's, 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 Ty. We need to loserize him. Here we go. I'm a loser, baby. Ooh. What? Did he hung up? Brutal. Right off the bat. Yeah. Ah, I feel a lot of love in the room right now. Hi, who's this? Hello? It's Doug. Hello? Doug, how it's are you? I'm good. Well, Maybe. gosh. We we have good news and bad news for you. Are you ready? You might want to change your name. <laughs> well, at least you're not named Steve. Let's look at it that way. All right. So, first of all, you got through on the line. That's a good thing, right? Correct. You got to chat with us. The movie show Geeks, that's got to be a highlight in your Doug life. Right. Right. But probably Although, two Dougs probably may, means one of them is a loser. Ooh, and guess which one is the loser today? Do you want to just own that, it? Probably me. It is you, Ty. Let's confirm that. Ding, ding, ding. You lose. Good day, sir. That could have gone yep. either way. I know it could have. I was sensing. That's why I kind of hurried that along. All right, let's go back to the phone line. KSL talking. Hi, who's who's lurking out there? Who's this? Hello. 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 It's Jiminy Cricket. We need to go to another line. Oh no. Okay. Hi, who's this? It's Richard. Richard, you're caller number three. Oh, looking what? For call, we're looking for caller number five, so uh, yeah, you just well. need to you need to step up and take it. 
Okay, I'll do that. Okay, are you a loser? I am. Yep. Yeah, okay. Ty's Ty's going to put the dot on that one. He didn't sound like a lonesome loser. He sounds like a cheerful loser. A cheerful loser. Yeah. Okay, now this person is going to be the last loser of the day and among the four initial losers of the new year. And hi, who's this? Hi, this Mike. Mike. You don't mind if we just call you Mike the loser, do you? Oh, darn. Oh, <laughs> oh, shucky darn. Okay. Clean that up. I think Ty has a little message for you when he hits the button here. You didn't win the prize? You know what that means? It means you have no skills and you're a loser! Ooh. <laughs> Is that SpongeBob? Probably. All right. I don't know. We'll have to ask Gustavo. Because he's the SpongeBob expert of the entire station. And now... We go back to the phone line, and this is going to be the ding, ding, ding moment. Whoever is answering the phone right now, or we are answering the phone, and they are going to speak, will be the big wiener of the day. Hi, who's this? It's Brandon. Brandon, do you feel like a big wiener? I'm a big wiener. You are a big wiener, and you've embraced it. I can tell that this has to be one of the highlights of your year so far. Best thing happened this year. Yeah, that ain't saying much because we just barely got going here. It's going to be a good year for you. But, hey, Brandon, we are going to make sure you get two tickets to the Megaplex Theaters. You're going to get two drinks. You can drink them both if you'd like or share them with the other person you're going to take. And the tub of popcorn can be totally absorbed by you or you can be generous and share it. What do you think? I'll drink the popcorn butter. That sounds great. Ooh, (laughs) slurp, slurp, slurp. You're our Steve's pulling a face over here that I shan't and can't even describe. Okay, now before we can bestow all the fabulous prizes upon you, of course you know there is one little chore you need to do for us. I got this. Ladies and gentlemen, the chairman of the board, Frank. Wow. Wow. I felt a lot of love right there for Frank. Let's just savor this. This is the big finale. This is it right here. Very few people can call so many people losers in such a short period of time and be beloved for it. Yeah. Kind of. If you don't love him, then he he has people. Yeah, that's right. Well, there you have it. Another rousing rendition of Telephone Torture brought to you by our great friends at the Megaplex Theaters and get into the theaters and see a great show this week. Absolutely. Spidey's still killing it. The 355 and much more. The Movie Show. Your little girlfriend gave me the stink eye in art class yesterday. Katrina's not my girlfriend, right? And I doubt that she gave you the stink eye. That's just the way her face looks, you know? That's just her face. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, we need to review us a movie here. Yes. Uh, which one should we do? Should we do A Hero or Drive My Car? Both are top drawer. Let's do Drive My Car. We got a little sound from this one. Here we go. You'll love it. I don't know it. how we could have sound. Today, I'm going to drive my car. What do you mean? 
And the streets and the freeways in this area, because the movie's called Drive My Car, and they do a lot of driving, and the, the roads are incredible. It's so beautiful. Does it there. have a plot? Well, yeah. No, the, this, the idea is that this guy, he's a, uh, a very famous uh, stage director. Uh, he has some interesting issues with his wife, and uh, then he decides to, to go to Hiroshima to the art center there, gorgeous building, everything just so beautiful in this film and put on the play Uncle Vanya but and this is an old Chekhov play that's fairly well known and it's kind of cool I mean one of the ladies that he has um, in the play uh, is she can't you know she does only sign language only sign yeah so when they do the play then the little thing up above you know like uh, at at the opera you can figure out what they're saying and so they could read, you know, what she's saying with her sign language. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, like I said, it's three hours long, but this movie sort of gets in your soul and just takes you into really interesting places. Um, so th- this could be one of those movies that the critics love yeah. and it'll win the Academy Award and everybody will go like, I'm not going to watch that. Does this qualify for 2021 or it, 2022? It, it qualifies for 2021. Oh, okay. it, it came out last year. Uh, in enough to be eligible right uh it's called drive my car it's a neon film and it uh it's um i'm trying to figure out i guess it's in theaters right now okay uh oh it's at it's at the broadway that's the broadway it, okay um an Three amazing hours. an wow. amazing film though yeah, yeah it it really okay just it's so deep and interesting but it's not a mainstream movie okay drive my car the movie show <laughs> Get off my lawn. Did you hear me? I said get off my lawn now. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, you got the movie show. And we are saving the very best for almost last, which of course is the movie show Top Ten, sponsored by Call Climate. Thought we were going to get out of here with that. But we probably ought to do Torn. This is the climbing documentary. And uh, let's get a little sound from this one. We looked up and we saw that an avalanche had triggered. It should have been me. Survivor's guilt is a bear. Avalanche high in the Himalayas, killing the best of our time, Alex Lowe. His body was never recovered. It's like an astronaut lost in space. Boy, you know, this this was a fascinating movie. Sometimes uh, I'm, I'm becoming a little critical of some docs that are, you know, with the dramatic music and different things and, you know, the, the tears and everything that almost seem reality show. But there is a really great story in here about a truly great climber and the support around him, what happened to them, the, the challenges that they had, the celebrity that they had, the tragedy that was experienced, you know, uh, a friend stepping in to, you know, to take care of the kids, ultimately became the second father to the, to the boys' kids. And then there's a real interesting uh, uh, event that happens at the end. 
that uh, where closure, I hate that word, but closure happens in a very dramatic way. So I, I really like this movie, but I, I, in a documentary, I hate it when I feel like they're milking me, and I felt that a little bit here. Well, to me, though, the, the story itself is so emotional in yeah. that guy steps in, takes care of the, his best friend's family, and then to go back, uh, this is pretty common knowledge, that they had to go, they finally went back because somebody had found their bodies that melted enough and that doesn't happen very often when climbers are recovered and they bring them off the mountain and that just oh that just tore me up when when she is holding the wedding ring yeah that he's wearing that was on his finger yeah yeah yeah. so torn is an except i thought an exceptional movie uh it's playing at the broadway and uh, i gave it a b plus yeah i'm 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 at a three star on this one i'm i'm not quite I, I can't nudge up to kind I, of the A minus. I was so moved by Conrad, the the guy that stepped up. To, Wasn't he amazing? He's the best friend of Alex Lowe, and then he ends up not like I will do anything for this family, and then he really did. Yeah, I mean, he, he really did. Stepped up big. And you time. could tell the kids. You know, I mean, every family has its moments, but the kids just adored him. Well, yeah, and Max, the son, was the right. one who came up with this documentary. So. Right. There's a lot of family stuff going on here. I thought it was really cool. Okay, and it's called Torn. Where is it showing? Uh, at the Broadway. At the Broadway. Okay, well, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look at the chortling I'm getting over here. He Steve, knows. Steve looks stunned. Oh, it's... Jake is over here laughing, and nothing has even happened yet. No, it's... But it's going to. The beetle is twitching. <laughs> Twitching. <laughs> like it knows the tornado's coming. Okay, I've lost my momentum here. I need the music again to inspire yeah, me. Let me help you. To move forward with. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, good boy. It is time for the movie show. <laughs> Ten! Are you threatening? No, I'm just shooting. Hello. That's a threatening gesture. You'd be thrown out of high school for that. Well, good thing I'm not in high school. Did anymore. he or did he not pull the finger on his trigger or the trigger on his finger? He's ignoring you. He is ignoring He wants no part of this. Jake, he's asking he you. He just wants no part of this at all. <laughs> Have you disassociated yourself from this cerebral moment? After that, I just moved on. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, how can it get any nuttier than I that? have a witness, don't I? Did, did he or did he not point the finger and pull it? You know. Hey, I was doing the That's Isaac right. from Love Boat. Uh-huh. No, you weren't. That was, that was threatening. Really, I actually reloaded. That was threatening. <laughs> you, may, you may be on suspension. We'll call your folks in. All right. So here we go. Number 10 is Encanto. That's Pretty a really sweet little that. movie. Almost $100 million. Yeah, 116.4, and it's okay. at 208. A Journal for Jordan. You like this movie, but it's only made $4.8 million in its two weeks. And nobody's seen this. This is Michael B. Jordan, directed by Denzel Washington. I know. Licorice Pizza, $6.4 million in six weeks, but very limited release. It's, it's a quirky movie. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Both, Steve and I like this movie a lot. About $125 million domestically. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good numbers. If you look at their other, yeah. uh, another 61 foreign, it's at 185 I loved it, this movie. The only thing that's given me any comfort now in its fourth week, West Side Story is still in the top ten, right in the middle. It's, you know, still ka you know, two-plus million dollars. But this movie is so much better than these numbers represent, about 30 million domestically. 18 foreign, it's at 48. Yeah, people go see oh, West Side go, Story. Go see West Side Story. Matrix, Resurrections, I'm still trying to figure the movie out. It's big, it's loud, it's spectacular, but I didn't love it that much. 
That's made twice as much as West Side Story. I know, which is just amazing. American Underdog. It's made $14.8 million in uh, its two nothing, weeks. Nothing foreign, but Kurt Warner. It's a sweet story. The Kingsman. Uh, both Steve and I didn't love this movie very much, but it's made $20 million in two weeks. Again, doing better than West Side Story. Another 31 foreign. It's at 52. Sing 2. Cute little movie. Really is just under $100 million domestically. Another 55. Is at 150? I love this film. Yeah, And Spider-Man is just killing it the last number i had was about 615 million domestically well over 1.3 billion 627 domestic 759 foreign 1.386 yeah huge numbers and it's doing like 25 30 million a day even during the week i know and it hasn't even opened in china yet and opens in Japan this weekend. Right. So, so there you have there's it. There's going to be a big spike there, too. The movie show top, top 10, tip 10. Can we just mention the uh, hero? Oh, sure. We're going to do it right now. Oh, okay. All right. We need a little sound from hero. I think it's going to be a ring. Okay. Actually, <laughs> it's a hero. A hero. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. There we go. How are you? Obviously in Iranian. And I'll tell you, I was I was really quite touched by this movie. Here's here's a guy who really did screw up, got into debt, you know, went to a loan shark, his family worked, everything they turned to a, a guy who basically bailed him out. He still went to debtors prison. This is debtors prison. Yeah, in Iran. And boy, over in Iran, I mean you don't pay certain debts, you don't do certain things, you can be you know, hung. And hanged is the proper term. But this guy finally, you know, he's to the point where something's afoot. And and I'm still a little vague on this, but his girlfriend that he is in love with, his marriage has gone south. He's got a son who has a a terrible stutter. It's really tough. But, you know, and they get leave from prison. So he's out on leave and his girlfriend somehow has acquired this purse that has gold pieces in it. And I can't work the, the money, but it's basically about half of what he owes the, the guy who paid off his loan shark. Right. And so they're going to, and finally his conscience just gets him. And yeah, do you do the right thing and try to find the original right. owner? Of it's that a purse? long convoluted thing, but he goes in, he has posters made and everything else. And this woman shows up and she's so grateful. And, but yeah. is she really the proper person? And then everybody kind of steps in. Everybody's trying to do something that honestly has some good intentions but it starts to compound and it's the old sir walter scott oh what a tangled web we weave and this director is famous for doing these simple stories with these moral dilemmas yep i think his last name is farhadi but he is like the spielberg of iran so if if you've i know you've seen his other movies if you've seen uh some of these iranian films he is the master and it's a hero playing at the Broadway. It really is touching. And ultimately, it, the sacrifices that this guy makes to try to do the right thing for himself, for his conscience, and for everybody else. Yeah, it's all about honor. I know. I, yeah, and that's what he says in the movie. That does it for the movie show today. And uh, have a great weekend. Go see a great movie. And tonight, when you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. The old series was, uh, was great. Telephone torture. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.